This episode of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet brought to you by the three-man commentary booth. Just like an episode of Rampage, we got a baby face, we got a heel, and we got a QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> always do a really good impression of the music before we go in so we know what it's like to start i'm leaving that in hello and (laughs) welcome to this week's episode of the mud show dirt sheet with special guest newly promoted i just decided art director for the mud show dirt sheet our friend griffin in the studio live golly he's got to feel good about himself after that one like just just a quick promotion on site it's got to be good to be him you know and we're gonna need a lot of art soon yep no pay raise though because you know you get it we haven't gotten one either so i mean until we get one it'd be hard to give you one you know top top down here yeah it trickles down we're we're uh we're desperately losing money by people not following us and wanting to go to full gear with our free tickets <laughs> can you um, can you imagine how embarrassing it would be for a podcast to just give away two tickets to a show and get no and just interest have nobody who wants to see it the show's almost sold out this many people have bought it nobody wants to go for free by seventy dollar tickets just just tweeting a shitty wrestling take you guys are that self-conscious about yourselves you fucking cucks can but I we're say not that? bitter but we're can not i bitter. say that jim cornett says it i'm not sure if i can say it. oh no jim cornett does it gets cucked <laughs> he does get cucked <laughs> pop <laughs> nobody on this podcast involved in any part of the cuck community in any way shape or form being a cuck or being the other half certainly what does the not. other half call themselves ryan a bull oh that's right <laughs> pop shout out to terry the bull uh he won't ever listen to this it's fine could you imagine uh just snorts at me as i walk by him incredible terry terry need you to fuck my wife go in reverse terry back it up terry oh man yeah so you guys we're still trying to give away those tickets just Just holler at us at this point hey that guy who got uh jobbed out by the radio station we still got two tickets uh all you have to do is listen to this and dm us and you got first dibs at him for everybody else if he doesn't dm us what was i gonna say oh i was gonna say to uh to tweet us your shitty wrestling take still yeah and you'd still have to follow us yeah like and follow us that's it Hey, shout out to Randy Shaver's kid for the follow, though, huh? Friend did, of the show. Did he give us a follow? Oh, yeah. I know that he gave us a, uh, a... It's pretty sweet. Good for you, Randy Shaver. Yeah. Kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Went <laughs> to high school really with like his this. wife, too. Oh, with Randy Shaver's kid's wife? Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. Dope. Ryan, I think, is his name. Ryan Thanks Shaver. for the follow, Ryan uh, Shaver. His wife, Heather, too, friend of the show. Come say hi to us uh, at the first show, because we'll be there. We'll be the guy that, the guys that look like us. We won't be bringing Grizzy to that, because she hates car rides. She loves wrestling, hates car rides. Cannot say enough how much Grizzy hates car rides. Uh, it's not a great situation. Not so, super great. So, she hates car rides almost as much as she hates the pill you try and give her to calm her down for car rides oh man she didn't like that either but 
We're all here. There she was. She heard her name and she wanted to play along. I hope you guys all got that. Isn't that adorable? Uh, so for those of you who are tuning into the Mud Show Dirt Sheet for the first time, which I'm assuming is Randy Shaver's kid, here's what we do here. We fantasy book this week's AEW Dynamite, the best pro wrestling show on the planet. The only pro wrestling show on the planet. According to Eddie Kingston. Except for Rampage, I guess. And Dark and Elevation. Yeah, the only pro CM wrestling Punk. company. Yeah, oh man, CM Punk was good. And we're going to fantasy book this. We uh, smoked just a little bit of marijuana to help us along with this. Just a little bit. Friend of the show, Cannabis Indica. Mm-hmm. Or Cannabis Sativa. It's all Cannabis Indica. Sativa is sure. a subspecies. And you know I hate correcting you about stuff like that. Yeah, you know. But this show isn't about me correcting you, except you sure? for when it is. Except <laughs> for when it is. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we fantasy book it. And then uh, just to let you know, that does not matter. Because no, it's that, just what we would like to see. Just having fun. There's only one thing that matters in wrestling, and we all know that. There's only one thing that matters in wrestling, and that is, you know, Tim, what is it? The number in the demo. That's it's it. about... That's the, only viewership thing that statistic yeah. and that's all that matters yeah not about match quality not about match ratings not about whoop, only regular ratings and number and demo regular plain old ratings and we're gonna do a little bet with an over under ryan selecting total viewership myself selecting demographics and uh we got a little punishment every week i've got some ideas but uh i'd love to hear if you have anything i've got an idea Tim, I think that we do a double punishment this week. We just continue. We take the rating, the demo. We keep it going through the full gear weekend because we're going to give you guys two podcasts this week because we haven't given you one in about three. Yeah, and because we're generous. But yeah, yeah, man. So each one's just a point. And uh, the punishment is get a physical, (laughs) including the STD test. I'm 37. They might want to give me a little pre-screening with a finger too. I'm going to allow it. If whatever they whatever they ask you to do, you got to go with it. And you got to just shoot. You yeah. can't lie, can't to, lie once. to the doctor. Can't lie to the doctor once. Mr. It, Peterson, do you use any recreational drugs? Marijuana all the, every day from, from the mo- I, before I got here. I was using marijuana. <laughs> I'm going to do more marijuana when I leave this doctor's office. So uh, if you want to make it legal for me to have that, that'd be cool. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm assuming that the new GP that I'm going to get is going to be trying to give me a recreational marijuana card day one. Yeah, but you ain't taking it because that state shit's expensive. State shit's expensive and I don't want no pills and no vape pens, man. I just want, give me the fucking green stuff. Stuff that grows out of the ground. I know you got it there. I know you got it there. It's how you make the pills and the green stuff. So just give me the green stuff. Yeah, and uh, I think that takes us into the The, fantasy booking portion of the card. The fantasy booking of the dynamite. Uh, Where do you think this card curtain jerks? I think you could have a couple of them. Um, but I feel like if you got Dax and Pac, uh, you think, open the show with yeah, it, right? Yeah, I I think you have to. AEW's beefiest, wettest man versus Pac. Yeah, yeah. English bastard versus uh, grumpy uncle is what I uh, saw Dax post on Twitter today, and that's about as real as that gets, right there. Yeah, this is gonna be very good. This is gonna look like uh, Bret Hart versus someone else who Bret Hart likes to wrestle. I don't watch <laughs> '90s shit all that much. <laughs> FTR is all fists, no flips, and Pac says "Porque no los dos." Yeah, uh, Pac is the most. Uh, terrified high flyer in all of AEW. Every time he gets up to the to the top ropes, you just see the legs start shaking as the hands are coming shaking. up over his head. And it's like, he does not want to do this shit anymore, but 
Kind of have to. Doesn't really have to, though, because the rest of it is also very good. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Dax is the best, like, pure technician on the roster. And, you know, he's got a face like a potato, but that doesn't <laughs> really. True. <laughs> it's true. Dax looks like a Mr. Potato Head grew a 1980s pro wrestler body. And yep. Tony Khan was like, I can pay that $600,000 a year. Yep. It's just, if the eyes were separate and you were playing pin the tail on the eyes and you just had to like one time, both hands and you hit them there, you're never going to get them even together. They're kind of off centered a little bit. Kind of looks like bald bull from punch out. Yeah. Dax looks like a guy <laughs> named Dax. Yeah, for sure. Proper name right there. Uh, but all disrespect to his looks is all respect to his wrestling because Mans is good. Mans does not miss. I'll, I'll tell you what, it he is, I think, the best singles wrestler off the tag team roster in his style. And that includes, like, it's tough to say that with Ray Phoenix in the division and things of that sort, but Dax can put on an incredible match with any single person on the roster. Ray Phoenix, we've seen, has has a little issues occasionally with some guys. Dante but, Martin, though? Yeah, d- dude, dude, already? <laughs> He's mean, on the card. I mean. He's on the fucking card. You can just wait to get to him. He's actually going to win this week, and you just can't. You just jump in on it the first. Can I'm, we talk I'm, about Dante Martin No, no, yet? no. I'm just saying you said best singles wrestler that's you know primarily known for working in a tag team, and Dante's been incredible, So and that's all I'm saying. So, so you're thinking as the AEW, audience right now that has grown since they've been signed for a year how many of them think you do you think that they could pick darius out of a lineup facts dante is a singles wrestler in aew right now because darius has been out for so long so i don't think that you could say that about dante but also dax is a better worker than dante yeah, I, I mean, I did say earlier in this very episode that Dax is the best technician on the roster, yeah. so I guess I kind of have to go with that. Instead um, of just eating shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just backpedaling like a defensive back, except more heavy. Mm-hmm. Who do you think wins? In this one? Mm-hmm. I think you're going to get some uh, shitty stuff out of FTR, and I think Dax might pull out like his first singles victory. <coughs> Wouldn't that be great? I, I think so. I mean, I don't... I feel like this is building into a special tag match between Cody, Pac, and Andrade, and Malachi Black, but what I would like it to turn into is to be a fatal four-way and have them all beat the shit out of each other. Because why not? Everybody on the roster hates each other. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's weird that FTR is still just inserted into this, like, Cody Pack, Malachi Black, Alistair Black. Uh, who else is in this feud? Dustin Rhodes, Arn Anderson, Arn Anderson's gun, <laughs> Lee Jordan. Yeah. Uh, this whole thing has just kind of been messy, but if it culminates in Pack and Cody versus Andrade and Malachi Black, I guess I'm interested. You know, I'll watch. It's fine. I was uh, Griffin and I were watching uh, Naito Okada earlier today, and I said that I would really like to see Andrade and Naito tag together. Uh, just, you know, the Tranquilo styles. I don't even know why I brought that up when we were talking about this. It doesn't matter. Leave it in. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> off the rails it's murder weed folks i apologize for anybody who it's fine we're doing fine we're let's doing not be fine. judgmental yeah. let's keep it yeah, loose sure it's, it's 2021 
Uh, I have Pack winning here because anytime Pack loses, this is what we're a- talking about still. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you talked about the pay per view match, and then I, I talked about how the pay per view match was kind of muddy, and then you yeah. talked about the murder weed. But yeah, I've got Pack. Because uh, talked he about should- Andrade and Naito tagging together. <laughs> Just call it tranquilo, handsome. Tranquilo, handsome is what I went with. Naito's not that handsome though. He's fine. Also, like, calm, handsome? Yeah. Would that be the direct translation, is calm, handsome? It seems accurate, you know? Yeah, I suppose. But Andrade's already in goth, handsome with Malachi Black. You can't have him in two factions named handsome, or can you? I think you for sure can. But I think that the whole point of, uh, you know, the House of Black is going to be Brody King coming over now with... Uh, you know, I think that maybe we start to see this House of Black start at full gear. Maybe if it is, uh, if it is a tag match, maybe at the end of it, Malachi kills everybody and Brody King comes out, and you know, the House of Black is formed. I, I would really like that. Uh, but until we get there, Dax beats Pac this week, and I'm going with Pac over Dax. Sure, and that and both ways is fine. Hey, just real quick before we move on, Pac sure wet, huh? He is indescribably wet. It, it's like he leaves a trail of oil water down the way to the ring. It's like, if you had to pick one word to describe how Pat gets ready for a match, you know what I'd pick? Wet. Soak. Oof. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What do you think it is that makes him stay that wet? Good question. It's like his skin doesn't absorb sunlight or water. It's... An insane thing. It's absolutely insane. He is wetter than he is pale, and he is from Britain, so. the Pale. For sure pale. I'm looking up. Uh, do we want to do the women's match next? The six uh, women's tag match? Oh, Jesus. I only saw four of them. Yeah, we got Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Rebel versus Ruby Soho, Ty Conti. Nope. Fuck. Uh, Jamie Hayter. Thunder Rosa and Anna J. No. Anna J. Thunder. Okay, okay, I've got it. I've this got is it. Leave it in. Leave it in. Leave yeah, it in. Yeah, Future for sure. Team, Don't even leave count. It in. Not even gonna count. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Jamie Hader, and Rebel versus Ty Conti, Anna J, and Thunder Rosa. My God, I would have gotten there if you would have wouldn't have just stomped all over me. I, li- I had two of the three, and then you're like, no, 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 no. Just fucking, wow, cut me off. That's fine. This is going to be good for uh, five-sixths of the match. Minus Rebel? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these are four of the best women on the roster. Your women's rookie of the year in Anna J. And a makeup artist, and that's a, like that's her job, you <laughs> yeah. know? yeah. They didn't hire her to be a wrestler. She's a makeup artist. Yeah, they needed her to be a almost wrestler because uh, the whole women's roster was out with COVID during COVID times and uh, or hurt because they all got hurt. I think they had six women on the roster at one time or something like that, and Rebel was one of them. Yeah, but you know when that time isn't? Now. Now. Now so, we have good wrestling, good women's wrestling. So much good women's wrestling, and like... Tony Khan puts on almost some of it, which is great. Yeah, more of it recently. It's like 
he finally read those internet comments. Yeah. It's like Tony Khan has literally written read every comment about it that's like AEW is the future of the professional wrestling industry. AEW is the most generous roster in terms of pay scale. And then somebody writes, yeah, but he doesn't book women a lot. And he's just like, scroll, 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 scroll. I'm not reading that. It's also crazy how much shit we talk about how Tony Khan doesn't book women. And there was the first round matchup of the TBS Women's Championship went longer than the entire Women's Queen of the Ring tournament. Yeah, that's fucking insane. You know, it's crazy that... We have it so good from the social goodness of AEW, the wokeness of AEW, that what we get mad about is something that is literally nine times better than the other company. It's it's crazy, the situation that we're in here, and we're just going, Tony Khan sucks. Tony, he, Tony never Khan. Books, he hates women and never books them. Meanwhile, Linda McMahon is literally running Donald Trump CPAC. <laughs> And they're like, he only puts like two women's matches on his show. Yeah, it's and it's only like twelve minutes each time. <laughs> it's they only get one commercial break with picture in picture. It's absolutely like yes, it, it is great that we're putting more and more women's matches out there, but it's it's funny how good we have it that we sit here and we can bitch about something that is actually very good it's like cm punk said last friday we see the potential and we hold you to a standard yep have we talked about how fucking good that was uh i don't think together we haven't uh griff and i watched it again at work today Uh, hey when i beat your ass go quip for another another seven years whoa the the full gear i expected something on elevation or dark which is I said today after listening to that again that this is the start of CM Punk's heel turn. Oh, for sure, and it's and great. It's, <laughs> and it's because you just buried a quarter of the roster that that you have the entire time since you've been here said that you were here to help and be a part of, and then you just said, yeah, Eddie Kingston's the guy that's going to help you there. That's not me. <laughs> that That's not actually me. Oh, I'm not going to work YouTube. Are, are, you good, <laughs> are you as good as Darby? No? Okay. <laughs> uh, come back when you are. Daniel Garcia on a Friday night, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it better not be more than 12 minutes. And it wasn't. 11.58. On the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, so the women's match, though, is what we were talking about. Uh, or did you want to talk about... Uh, it's like, why is Thunder Rosa in this, except for that she's the best women's wrestler in the world, right? Because She has Jamie Hayter next in the tournament, I think. Is that why? Yep. And Jamie beat Anna round one, yep. which was a good decision, I thought. Yep. The- Had to give Jamie Hayter her first real win over somebody. Yeah, and Anna Jay's only wrestled, what, like eight matches yeah. total in her and, lifetime? And is, I don't think, ready to be put in the spot to be elevated to the next in line, you know? But is great, you yeah. know? Like I said, yeah. probably your women's rookie of the year as far as AEW is concerned. What was your pick out of another organization? I was just wondering. Do drop. <laughs> you know I hate. You know I hate doing that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Uh, you, you, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know I didn't want to do that, right? <laughs> you know, like it hurt me to do that, right? I, I didn't. <laughs> 
Holy shit. Oh, man. That was great. Continue. <laughs> that is that is the podcasting equivalent of getting food wiped off your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that was better than the chicken butt. Just continue to get got. <laughs> Griffin's a corpse. <laughs> Babyfaces win. Uh, probably Ty Conti gets a pin over someone who's not Britt Baker. For sure, Rebel. Yeah, so she looks like a winner going into the pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't you have picked Thunder Rosa to be the rookie of the year, too? She's a veteran's veteran. I mean, come on. She came in as nwa women's world champion not that i've ever watched an episode of power either otherwise I'd well you just said as far as aw is concerned she was an aw rookie i mean not that's not what i meant when i said rookie i meant someone with very limited television experience or pro over jade cargill yeah in terms of in-ring work jade's money on the mic but she is wrestled maybe like 11 minutes total in AEW. Half the time of energy. It's all just squash, 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 squash. And like, that's good. Let's see where it goes before before you put that belt on her, which I think would not be a big mistake, except that there are some really good wrestlers in this tournament that deserve it more. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I hope that it ends in a Thunder Rosa Ruby Soho final. Um. And either one can win, honestly. <laughs> you know, uh, I think that is a. I think you know who wins on that. Us, 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 and you, listeners. The the thirteen of you that are going to tune in this week, fourteen or fifteen, hopefully with Ryan Shaver and other guy that should email us for tickets. Yeah, uh, at friend of Dirt Sheet Pod at Dirt Sheet Pod. All you got to do. That's all you got to do. We it don't even so need easy. a shitty wrestling take from you, but I bet you have one. Yeah. So if you feel like for sending sure. it, for sure. Um, but yeah, nothing to do here except make the person who's going to lose on the pay-per-view look like a winner before it. Mm -hmm. And and she will lose on the pay-per-view. Yeah. There's spoiler alert to, you know, Saturday morning's episode, but Britt Baker is your AEW women's champion and will remain so forever. I, uh, I, I'm just really hoping that uh, Ty Conti doesn't pull a Caesar Benoni at full gear. I, I just I just hope that she doesn't have a botch fest match. And she's had one or two in her time in AEW, but mostly been very, very good. I just hope that we get a very, very good women's performance on Saturday night. I think this is going to be a barometer of how good Britt can like carry a match. You yeah. know what I mean? Because she has been... Equal to or maybe a little lesser than in the case of Sheeta, all of her opponents and has been able to rely on them somewhat. I think this is where you really watch Britt Baker call the plays and call the match, make it hers. And I'm sure it'll be fine because Ty Conti is very much improved, you know? I hope what we get is a quick start from Ty at the beginning of that match because we've noticed that Britt struggles the first three or four minutes of a match just to get her footing. And then all of a sudden it's like it kicks in and she does great. I think if you took somebody who was so riled up, so mad, so ready to go that as soon as Britt got in the ring, she just beat the shit out of her and you got that first couple minutes off. Maybe don't even ring the bell. 
just have Ty beat the shit out of her before it starts and then ring the bell with Britt getting back in the ring. And then I think you get that little bit of rust that could possibly be there shaken off before the match even starts and you get them in a flow. You know, I think that that'd be a great way to start that match and avoid a little bit of the struggles that you've seen Britt have at the beginning of her matches. We are going to talk about this match on another podcast. Oh, shit. I should save that take. Well, put it's it on in there. here now. Put it in there so that when I hear it tomorrow when I listen to this, you'll remember I'll to remember say it. to say it again on Thursday's podcast. Right. Right. Good. And that is what we think about the six-woman tag match. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to probably the just the men's tag between Dante, Leo Rush, Matt Seidel, and Lee Moriarty. Dante Martin finally gets his first win on Dynamite, or I kill myself. Sorry? <laughs> Dante Martin. Doesn't pins. your mom listen to this? Ugh, I hope not right now. <laughs> Leave it in or take it out. I don't care either way. Leave it in. I'm not going to kill myself. Unless... Dante Martin loses again on Dynamite, apparently. Tell you what, we'll figure out if Tony's late. Tony's basically got the thumbs up or thumbs down right now, like in Roman times, because we know he listens, and he's going to hear this, and he's going to be like, <laughs> let Lee Moore right? I just bury him in three minutes. I mean, I'll miss you a lot. Let me yeah. say that. I really sure. don't think you should do it, because I'll sure. miss you a lot. For sure. Griffin is much younger in the Target demo, so True. you he's know, a replacement there would be. Me. Be just fine, probably. I was figuring he'd pull me out uh, uh, the way MJF should have done to Jericho. No longer in the target demo, and he can just retire me out back. Hey, you got 12 years. I hope not. No, just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. Leave it in or take it out. You can leave that in. Uh, (laughs) Leave Uh, it all in. Leave the whole thing in. People are going to understand that I hadn't done the therapy challenge yet. (laughs) Still got to do that one, folks. Hey, step one's holding yourself accountable. That's right. I got to do it. I got to do it. Uh, but Dante Martin and uh, Leo Rush, this is going to be fun. Uh, people who haven't seen Leo Rush in action, fast. He's yeah. going to be fast. going to be real fast. Yeah, uh, lightning in a bottle. Yeah. And you mix fast with Jumpy in Dante Martin, and then you have Matt Seidel in there, and Leo Moriarty it does... Uh, He's good. He does flips. Yeah, he does flips. Uh, but he does a lot of he does a lot of uh, like catch wrestling. Like he does like he's really good at reversals and things of that sort. Uh, I noticed in his match that I watched the match he got signed. I think it might have been Daniel Garcia. Um, but yeah, I watched it one time and probably fell asleep about halfway through. It was good. You want to know the best part about not watching Dark? What's that? Is that when these guys who turn out to be incredible and get elevated to the main roster? You come didn't up? have to watch them get dumped on for <laughs> right. two minutes. It's just a total matches. surprise to me, and I'm like, "Wow, this guy's good." Could Could you imagine knowing that Powerhouse Hobbs got knocked out by Orange Cassidy in like eight seconds? <laughs> be a real drag, man. Jesus, Powerhouse. There's There's just some things that I, I really enjoy watching uh, on like I just really enjoy watching FTR matches and especially in those squash dark dark matches because they do silly things. So I, I have watched a little more dark as of late. but uh, talking about Dante Martin uh, and Leo Rush, Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty, I think I got it. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Fuck, nailed it. Uh, yeah, I think you're going to have a lot of flippies, a lot of fast. Maybe you even have uh, Matt Seidel hit that uh, shooting star press. 
He took it out of his entrance music. I think he's just not doing it anymore. Fucked him up that. He's got the yips. (laughs) Got a long-term case of the yips. It's like, you fuck it up that bad, why would you just be like, you know that good shooting star press I do? Why don't I bust that out and maybe fuck it up again? Or you can just do a lightning spiral, and every time you go, man, the lightning spiral is a pretty cool looking move. If you were, uh, if you were ever gonna pull it out, you know, and a fan, uh, fans who have supported players through the yips, we had Chuck Knobloch here. So if you want to show up to that first show, Matt Seidel, and do a shooting star press, we'll cheer for you. We'll we'll think we'll get you there. Do not know who Chuck Knobloch is. Oh, really? He was a second baseman that played for the Twins. That ended up having to play first base because he couldn't throw the ball to first base anymore. For real? Yeah, he would throw it into like the second row <laughs> from second base. So well, then they friend moved. of the show, Chuck Knobloch. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I bet. I'm saying it because it sounds like he needs one. No, that was Doug Minkavich. Won a World Series. First base for the Red Sox. Minnesota sports trivia. You guys are welcome for this on the Mud Show Dirt. You can't get this type of content anywhere. For those of you coming into town for the pay-per-view, you're welcome. A couple of things that you can say that'll get uh, Minnesotans uh, happy to talk to you. Chuck Knobloch having the yips. Uh, Doug Minkavich keeping the World Series ball that he won with the Boston Red Sox. I'll throw uh, the Target, or not the Target Center, the Metrodome roof collapse in there. We were here for it, you guys. Yeah, you'll have Minnesota fans talking for hours. And that, uh, oh, who do you think wins? In the Dante, oh, Dante (laughs) Martin pins uh, Lee Moriarty. That's why he's in this match. That's the same reason that Mike Seidel was in this match beforehand. You don't think... Leo Rush picks up the pinfall in his like dynamite debut. I mean, he could. I think maybe it's one of those situations where Dante hits his finisher and then Leo tags himself in, and then maybe you get the Darius return, and then maybe you get Dante versus Leo Rush at Rampage in front of Dante's home crowd. Yeah, that'd be very good because it doesn't guys, seem that's like what marijuana does. You just talk yourself into a fucking great wrestling take. <laughs> You just keep the mind moving. Seems like they're not going to find a place for uh, Dante or Darius on this full gear card, and that's a real drag, man. But put them on Rampage for sure, which is two days after this match. But Do we have a battle royal for full gear? Not announced, not currently announced. Do they normally do one at full gear? They might have done a women's at the first one. I know that Full Gear 2020 opened with John Silver versus Orange Cassidy, so no Battle Royal there. Yeah, and I don't remember one at the one I was at. 2019? In Baltimore? I don't think so. So maybe there is no Battle Royal here. Which is fine. Yeah. AEW Battle Royals have been good, but you don't need one every show, you know? I agree with that. And it's time for the main event of wrestling for the Dynamite episode. Brian Danielson versus Rocky Romero, our mortal enemy and podcasting competitor. I'm going to say it. Fuck talking shop. We are anti-talking shop. They are our enemies. Uh, What? Yeah. Does that mean I'm not supposed to listen to it? 
you listen to Talking Shop. Dude, I'm at the gym for seven hours a week. I don't have that many podcasts to listen to. Neil Brennan's only talking about ayahuasca on two of them a week. So You're, li- you're listening to an hour-long shoot-hoot podcast for an hour? Talking Shop's only on for 30 minutes. That's still too long. That's normally fine because they do a think for about eight minutes. Yeah, but it's a disrespectful think at this point. <laughs> Like, I liked the Fink impression when Doc started doing it, but it has gotten, like, kind of <laughs> weird. That's the thing about the Good Brothers in general. Kind of weird at this point. Eh. Kind of make you go, huh, maybe you didn't need that at all all along. Yeah, I don't know if you, I don't think you had any idea that the others were coming when you took it. You know, they took that impact. They took that impact stuff in the middle of the pandemic. You know, like yeah, and they're friends. You know, they're shoot friends. Never thought it was coming over, but this yeah. So we were talking about Rocky Romero versus Brian Danielson. Azucar um, Rock, our podcasting enemy, get yeah, on board. I guess what's I guess what's probably going to happen in this ep- this match is that Brian Danielson's going to hit Rocky Romero really hard in both the chest and the face. And then Rocky Romero will probably hit Danielson as hard as he can. In yeah, the chest. but he's king of sneaky style and not so much king of strong style. So I don't think I don't know what Rocky has for Danielson. To be honest, I'd, I I'm gonna just be honest here, guys. I'm just gonna open up my heart and tell you all about myself. I don't think I've watched a full Rocky Romero match in my entire life, no matter who he was tagging with. Sounds about right. And I'll tell you what, I am very excited for this just for the fact that you sent us over somebody who wasn't 85 fucking years old to get dominated by an AEW star. I mean, you didn't send him over. He lives in Florida. Well, yeah, but you're allowing him to get crushed. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the, I've said it before, I'll say it a thousand times, this is the biggest thing about New Japan giving talent to AEW is that they have never let their talent lose here. It would always be at the Ring of Honor Super Events and things of that sort. New Japan talent would beat Ring of Honor. Is that why you have that red shirt that says they're not sending their best? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's why I bought it. But you've owned it since before AEW was a thing. I knew it was coming. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um... They're not sending our best, their best and brightest, you know. Oh, my God. That was good. Good. Thank you. That was good. I thought it was good. Um, Well timed. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I I mean, the biggest question on this is because I don't think the result is in doubt is will Orange Cassidy join Chaos? Could you imagine? Well, Tony Khan is the one who put it on there. They, like, they mentioned they added Chaos on there. I mean, no. Orange Cassidy will not join Chaos, but I tell you what, if you were going to send one guy to Japan for like 10 weeks for a best of Super Juniors, could you imagine how good Orange Cassidy would be in Japan? Yeah, I'd rather watch Miro in the G1, though. (laughs) I bet you would. I bet you would, big Man, guy. I'd start trying to get flexible like his wife if I got to watch Miro wrestle in the G1. Miro Ishii. Miro Cobb. Miro Sonata. That's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't it? Two good ideas. And then uh, and then at the final of the block, he loses to Jay White. Is because he in good he, shape? Because, <sighs> Jay White? Incredible yeah. shape. My question is, do you think that we'll get a bigger... New Japan star coming out tomorrow night. I mean, he's here. 
<laughs> Does he like Rocky Romero, though? Are they friends? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Best man at his wedding. Okay. But, and, he, but he definitely doesn't like the Young Bucks, though, right, right? Certainly no videos of Kazoo and the Young Bucks, right? No. Certainly not with their kids. Yeah. Or, uh, or like a gear switch or something no like Kazu that. Certainly no Kazoo wearing the Bucks gear. He's here. <laughs> He's here. Just give it to us. Listen to us just sitting in the Dealey Plaza of professional wrestling going, He's back. He's back. He's back. He's coming back. Just sitting, looking like Jack Nicholson, and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> just fun. It's a good meme. Should have uh, times you wish you had a camera, you know? Yeah, times, for sure. times you wish this was a live stream. <laughs> That's Griffin's next job. <laughs> <laughs> Not the hand job. Not the I mean, o- you could get. You sensed my confusion. Not the old fashioned. Oh, she gave me a nice old fashioned. Could you imagine thinking Rocky Romero was going to win here? Just somebody out there who's like a huge New Japan Danielson's got to take his first loss sometime. I mean, why wouldn't you put it up against Rocky? Hey, a swerve's a swerve, brother. Don't get worked into a shoot. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I, I, I don't... I wish I cared more about this match, but I care more about what could possibly happen after this match more than... Like, not even the contract signing, just the why is he here? Why now? What does this do? What is it leading for Danielson to do? Because I don't know the other members of Chaos besides Kazu. Um, but. Rocky Romero is one. Yeah, is he, Ishii isn't one, is he? Because if, yes. you're, if your end goal is Ishii versus Danielson on AEW television, then if he has to go through Rocky, then great. <laughs> I mean, this is the first nice thing I've ever heard you say about Ishii. Let's start there. But Well, Danielson's the only guy that can make him look like a monster. Because of how short he is and how much plant cum he eats. He eats so much cum. <laughs> plant cum. But yeah, this is the most boring Brian Danielson match he's had. I'm, which is to say, I'm sure it will be great. Yeah, I'm sure it'll only be four and a half stars or some bullshit, <laughs> some weak Mark four star match that goes like 17 minutes, and at the end you're the like, point? "Man, Rocky Romero, huh? Dude, he can go. He can go. Maybe there's use for him here." Fucking marks. Uh, it's not for me. It's not for me. Brian Danielson. I don't even get why we'd want him. You know? What's he even going to do in this promotion? And that He's, leads us to the contract signing, though. Yeah, uh, I really hope these two don't fight at this. Because, because why would you? You know, I remember when Sean Ross Sap tweeted, "Friend hey, of the show." Oh yeah, big time. Appreciate a listen, Sean. If you had one. Spare for 45 minutes, you know, but is that what we're at? This is pretty tight, keeping it tight. I mean, 57 if you include 15 minutes of bullshit, but <laughs> pop, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Sean Rossap tweeted like before, like eight weeks before All Out, Hangman and Kenny shouldn't touch, and I haven't stopped thinking about it. Keep them apart, you know, just keep them apart. Don't, don't blow this up, don't waste it because it's going to be so very good. You know, so I don't even need a little taste. I just need a taste of a taste, you know. You just want them to just cut mic work, get out. And, and you know, I think that that is something that AEW will do because AEW is the first time to get us through a wedding 
completely without blowing it up with the Penelope Ford Kip Sabian. I think maybe this is the first time you see a contract signing go without somebody blowing it up. Yeah, I think neither guy has anything to gain by showing his ass here, Mm -hmm. especially with how good this feud has been the whole time. Just, Just let them say what they need to say and let Kenny be Kenny and let the end of his world title reign be as good as it's been the whole time. If you're gonna let him touch, if you're gonna, you let Hangman One-Wing Angel him through a, the table that you signed the contract on. You let Kenny One-Winged Angel Hangman? Nope, other way around. Hangman, no, absolutely oh, yeah. not. Oh, yeah. You don't do that and then let Hangman win at full gear. Exactly. Exactly, Q-cuck. Tim. Exactly, Tim. Q-cuck. Exactly, Tim. You think that the guy don't who take- has the pay-per-view named after him is going to win the title at it? You're a dumb shit. Don't take it away from me. I want it so bad. Yeah, you're not going to get it. You're going to get Except for that I kind of don't want it yet. Hangman, like Kenny can just keep being world champion. What why are we sick of this? Why do we want it to end? You're not. Yeah, let it go. But you're ready, you know. No. Not me. I mean, let him let Hangman win it at Revolution. He no. doesn't have to win it here. No, because if Ken, if Kenny wins it here, he can just go to Jan, Japan in January. You know, he can just be at Wrestle Kingdom. If he loses it here, he can be at Wrestle Kingdom. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah two weeks you have to stay. Right, it's November fifteenth, so you get there at the beginning of December. You could realistically show up on the last tour before Wrestle Kingdom. Special singles versus Jay White, maybe. Kota Bushi. <laughs> Kota Bushi for no belt. They because just what give is it to Co- you. What does Kota have going on right now? Yeah, I mean, nothing. true. You just give it to us. No belt, nothing, just 60 minutes. That was your chance to get me because I have no idea what's going on in New Japan right now because it is unwatchable. And you think I do, though? To be fair, I think if the tables had been turned on Women's Rookie of the Year, you'd have, have you'd have had a tough time too. For sure, that's why I didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't say it into the microphone. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I mean it'll be uh, my guess is what happens here is they'll sign a contract to wrestle at Full Gear, and then on Saturday they'll wrestle there. Yeah, and it'll be good. Pretty good. Both things. I bet they won't. I think Tony's going to steal that one. Steal what one? The one where they sign the contracts. And then they (laughs) wrestle on Saturday. I don't know if he had that planned. I mean, how many times do we have to be proven right about the fact that Tony listens to this show? Listen, Tony, 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 Tony. The only way you can prove to me that you don't listen to the show is if you have... Someone else fight Kenny Omega for the world title at full gear. You got somebody in mind? If you, if you, if you allow Kenny Omega and Hangman to wrestle each other at full gear in Minneapolis, Minnesota, in our home city, the Target Center, just admit you listen to the Mud Show Dirt Sheet. That's all we're asking. That's why you came to this town. You knew we were here. You knew what we were doing. Acknowledge us. Acknowledge us. That's yeah. all we're asking for. Yeah. It's all we've ever yeah. asked for is that you acknowledge us. Tony. And if you don't listen to the show, then have someone else wrestle them here. Yeah, whoever you want. Yeah, you can pick them. Dante Martin, though. Kazichka Okada. <laughs> 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 
Whoops. <laughs> oh, man. Tony just walks out need a in new a pair. t-shirt. We haven't even printed them yet. Oops. I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a new pair of shorts. Uh yeah, that brings us to uh as what they call it in uh the Great Depression, the meat and potatoes of this program. That is not what they called it in the Great Depression. It was called bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is water and bread, and the water is not clean Beef this full. podcast. Be full. This is not potable water. <laughs> Episode title. Pop. <laughs> Melt. Uh, so, uh, who won the last one? We split it. The cub won? Yep. Okay. Uh, I think I lost most recently. No, you lost. You lost the saw. Yep. Is that the most recent loss? All right. So I have to go first. Numbers been kind of dog shit recently, by which I mean nothing. (laughs) I mean, better than hockey, you know, (sighs) better than hockey. Isn't that amazing? Point. Three five. Ali, we're on the east. We're live on the west coast. Numbers have been down. I think it was a point three four last week. Three, yeah, somewhere in there. I think you're expecting more on the go home big show. Uh, not, no, that's that's that's, at, that's the season premiere afterwards. Yeah, that's um, on TBS. But the uh, yeah, pain this season looks oh, good. Man, isn't that going to be great? Uh, yeah, I think you're. I think you're going to expect a little bit bigger number here with the fact that you're leading into the pay per view. I will go over the point three four. Three five, nice try there, point shaver. No, you for sure said three four, Griffin. He said point three four, didn't he? We run, we'll run it back. He said three five. Good number. Should have just left it be for like thirty seconds. Uh, I would also, for the record, I would also take the over on point three four. Don't let that affect your decision at all, though. I'll go over. It's fine. I'll go point three six. I think it'll probably be right on. Um, and I'm going to say 810,000. I think it's funny if we both have to go to the doctor. <laughs> so I'm going to take the over. Okay. So there's really, is there a way that either the, the number would have to be like, Point three six, eight eight hundred. Yeah, yeah. Which seems not very likely. I mean, but the demo for the number for the viewership number last week was high. Like, in I mean, I've got a chance. I've got a chance at like, oh, you point three four, and then like nine hundred. Yeah, or even like eight thirty five. Can I get my lighter? Uh, Griffin said that he wanted to do the shout outs this week. Yep. Music for the show is done by Dominic Jadrich. That's how you pronounce it? Jadrich. 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 You can follow him on Instagram at Ringer is Loud, his politically correct band, also metal, and at Wasteband MN. Incredible music, incredible musician, awesome drummer, great guy. Love him to death. 
Uh, you can follow your two hosts at TexMahogany and at the GGRP all caps because it matters. Doesn't matter. And you can follow me at Twitter at SugarlessFa. I don't really post on there, uh, but my Instagram is at GriffinMurn. G-R-I-F-F-I-N-M-U-R-N. Uh, I post all my art on there. You can see it. I post both of the podcast arts on there. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you the outro music. Free!